Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. We are in Fort Worth, Texas at the Southwest Believers Convention sponsored by Kenneth Copeland Ministries. This is the 39th year of this convention, and praise God, we are off to a great start. Now, by the time you see these programs, it will already have been finished and completed, and we would have had a great time in the Lord. But I want to take you into those meetings for the next several weeks where I was teaching and had the privilege of ministering to thousands of people, not only right here in this auditorium, but people were logged on from all over the world. So we thank you for giving us an opportunity to bring these messages to you. And once again, I want to encourage you to be watching for the next several weeks because it is going to be powerful. It is going to be inspiring. And I believe, praise God, your faith is going to go to another level. So get ready now as I take you into the service where I was preaching once again in the Southwest Believers Convention. And I want to encourage you to take notes, listen carefully, and then I'll be back in a few moments with some closing remarks. Open your Bibles, if you will, to Proverbs chapter 29. Proverbs chapter 29 and a very familiar scripture, verse 19 or verse 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Many times in the scripture, the word vision means a revelation from God involving future events. And some translations read it that way. In fact, the New International Version says, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. Where there is no revelation from God, the people cast off restraint, meaning that they don't maintain the discipline that it will take for that vision to come to pass in their life Mm -hmm. or that revelation to come to pass. In other words, they won't discipline themselves to stay motivated. And as a result, they give up too quickly and what God wanted to take place in their lives, they don't experience. So it's important that we have vision. Look at your neighbor and say, it's important that we have vision. Now, the New Living Translation says, without divine guidance, without a vision or without divine guidance. Another translation says, where there is no prophetic oracle from God, a prophetic oracle from God. And then still another translation says, where there is no word from God. And then the message translation adds this, but when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. When they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Now, I like being blessed, but how would you like to be most blessed? That sounds like another level, doesn't it? And so without a divine revelation from God, without a divine oracle from God, without a prophetic oracle from God, then the people cast off restraint. But if they will listen and if they will hold fast to it, then praise God, they will become most blessed. Now go with me to Habakkuk or Habakkuk, however you want to say it. Chapter two, and once again, another very familiar scripture. Verse two, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision 
and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. So notice here it says, write the vision. Or you could say, write that oracle from God, that prophetic word from God. Write it down. Brother Copeland, by a prophetic word, said that 2019 would be the year of abundant harvest. How many of you have heard him say that? How many of you have seen it in some of his printed material? How many of you have it where you can read it quickly and keep yourself focused on it? I do. In fact, I eagerly await what the Spirit of God says to Brother Copeland every year because I focus on that. I begin believing for it. I hold fast to it. I decree it every day of my life. And consequently, I'm experiencing abundant harvest. Glory to God. In fact, I'm having one of my finest years that I've ever had, and I'm, I'm celebrating 50 years of ministry this year. And it's been one of the finest years I've ever had. Amen. Why? Because I wrote that vision. I heard him say it. I wrote it down. I keep it before me. And consequently, it's coming to pass in my life. And the year's not up yet. Hallelujah. I can hardly wait for tomorrow. Amen. Now, the message translation says, the vision is pointing to what's coming. It's pointing to what's coming. It also says, it's on its way. Well, Brother Copeland said, it's the year of abundant harvest. It's pointing to what's going to happen. And I like the part it says, and it's on its way. Look at your neighbor and say, abundant harvest. It's on its way. And if you really believe it, give the Lord your best shout. Amen. Now, write it, keep it before you, so that every time you read it, it inspires you and motivates you to wait for it. Amen. Writing your vision becomes your document to what's about to happen. It's a piece of written evidence as to what God wants to take place in your life. It helps you stay focused. It creates a goal and an objective. And if God says it's going to happen, then you can take it to the bank, so to speak. It will happen. However, you have to mix faith with it. Because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2, that those that did not mix faith with the word priest, it did not profit them. They didn't benefit from it. So how do you mix faith with the prophetic word? I like to do it like this. I just lift my hands and say, I receive that. I receive that. Say it with me right now. I receive that. Say, this is the year for abundant harvest. I'm mixing my faith with it and I receive it. And then the next thing you do is thank God in advance. Amen. Thank God in advance. Oh, that didn't sound like thanking God. Thank God in advance. Amen. Praise God. And you get up doing that every day without a cheerleader. I'm your cheerleader this morning. 
uh, this afternoon. But you need to learn to become your own best cheerleader. Amen. Look at yourself in the mirror and begin to thank God for the prophetic word coming to pass in your life. The, 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 the vision or the prophetic word helps to guide you and keep you going in the right direction. It's your roadmap to the future, the future that God has planned for you. And it's important to never think that writing your vision is a waste of time. I'm going to say that again. Don't ever think that writing your vision is a waste of time. It is a proven fact. People that write their vision are more likely to see it come to pass than those who don't. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Write the vision. If for no other reason, simply because God said to do it. Amen. God said to do it. I write my vision. I keep it before me. In fact, every year uh, since 1981, when uh, Brother Copeland said to me uh, in Philadelphia, in a meeting that I was with him on, Carol and I were in that meeting. I, I called him and I said, I'm gonna, I want to come to Philadelphia and be in your service uh, all week long. And he said, uh, uh, well, if you and Carolyn are coming, why don't you just fly with us instead of us, both of us taking airplanes? And I said, okay, so we'll just fly with you. And I told him on the way up there, now I'm just going to sit in the meeting and hear what you have to say and, and support you and uh, mix my faith with it. Praise God. And he said, in uh, one of his famous John Wayne terms, that'll be the day. You know? <laughs> he said, you come and you're going to preach. I said, I'm not coming to preach. I'm just coming to receive. He said, no, you're going to preach. And so he had me to preach on a, I believe it was a Friday morning. And when I got through preaching, uh, I was walking off the platform and he said, wait a minute, Jerry, the word of the Lord's come to me. And he said, God is adding a new dimension to your ministry. And he said, he's going to cause you to become a seer, a seer into the spirit realm. And what you see, he'll hold you responsible for sharing it with the body of Christ wherever he sends you. And so as soon as he got through saying that, now I had no idea that was going to happen. I hadn't been, you know, hoping that one day I'd be a seer. I mean, I hadn't even thought about it. I was happy doing what I was doing, teaching. I love teaching. And uh, he said, uh, you're going to become a seer into the spirit realm God's going to show you things to come and then hold you responsible for sharing it wherever he may send you. So as soon as he got through saying it, I said, I receive that. And then I went immediately to the uh, people that were recording the messages. And I said, did you get that recorded? Yes, we did. I said, well, I want a copy of it before we leave. I brought the copy home, had my secretary to type it up. And then I had my art department to print it real nice lettering and I put it in a frame and I put it in my office so that every time I came home, I would walk into that office and I would read it out loud to myself. I made a copy of it and I put it in the notebook uh, that I preached from. I made a copy of it and I put it on the mirror in my bathroom. So everywhere I went, I could see the vision. Amen. Amen. I could see the vision. And the Bible says, uh, when you see it, then it'll help you run with it. Stay motivated. Keep you inspired, praise God. Now, every year uh, since that time, 
the Lord's been showing me things in the Spirit. In fact, shortly after that, uh, I was in a meeting in Riverside, California with Brother Hagan. And Brother Hagan said basically the same thing, just a little bit different wording, but basically the same thing. And then shortly after that, uh, I was in Anaheim with Brother Copeland preaching in the uh, uh, Believers Convention there. And Brother Oral Roberts called. He said to me, uh, Jerry, I'm not going to tell you what I saw in the spirit right now. I'm going to write a letter to you and let you know about it. So shortly after I got home, I received a handwritten four-page letter from Oral Roberts. And one of the things he said was, as I saw you preaching and listened to you preach tonight, I saw you preaching prophetically. And I want to encourage you to continue to do so every time you go to the pulpit. So my three primary mentors, Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Hagan, and Oral Roberts, all saw the same thing within three months of each other. From the moment after I heard it from my mentors, then I began decreeing it. And that's the reason I'm saying it to you this morning or this afternoon. I want to say again, because every time I say it, the anointing for it comes stronger in my life. Hallelujah. Wow. Yeah. Amen. So as I was uh, coming into 2019 and I was praying during the month of October about this prophetic word, this seeing into the spirit, the Lord said, you tell people everywhere you go this year. And I have been doing so ever since October of 2018 and right on into 2019. He said, you tell people everywhere you go this year that it will be a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of my greatness. Amen. Amen. Say it with me. Marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Say it with your hands lifted up. Say, this is my year for marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of my God. And then say this, I mix my faith with that and I receive it. And what's the next thing you do? Give the Lord a shout in advance. Amen. Thank him in advance. Hallelujah. So notice that divine oracle from God. The purpose is for you to reach the place where God wants you to be. That's divine guidance. That's what you are to expect throughout this year. And he went on to say, and beyond, hallelujah. It won't end this year. From now on, marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. It's going to usher in the soon appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Now, remember I said write it. That's what we do. Every year after I receive it, my art department prints it up. Everybody in my office gets a copy of it and uh, we keep it on our desk. I have it on my desk. I have it in this notebook. I have it in my shop. I have it in my bathroom. I have it in my airplane. I have it everywhere I can mount it, everywhere I can stick it. Why? Because I want to run with it. Yes. I want to stay yes. motivated by it. Yes. And Consequently, not only am I experiencing a year of abundant harvest, I'm also experiencing a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations. And I like the way they two 
seem to be uh, divinely linked yeah. because I'm having harvest through marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. Amen. And look at somebody and say, and I am next. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Now, never think that writing the vision is a waste of time. Writing it down and reading it often will eventually cause it to drop down into your spirit. And that's where the power is to make it come to pass. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now this verse is talking about the spirit. As you think in your spirit, that means now it's dropped from your head down into your heart. Yes. And when it gets into your heart, that's where the power lies to make it come to pass. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yep. But you have to think it and you have to decree it. You have to talk it in order for it to drop down into your spirit. And when it drops down into your spirit, no one can take it away from you. As long as it's still in your head or in your mind, somebody might be able to talk you out of it. But once it gets down into your spirit, then nobody can take it away from you, praise God. Amen. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 35 says, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. So that's showing us that there is a spiritual power residing in your spirit, that whatever is in your spirit and you dwell upon it and you talk it and you decree it, then there is a spiritual force residing in your spirit that will go to work immediately endeavoring to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. 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 Are you receiving this? Amen. So people who write down the vision and read it often so that it drops down into their spirit are more likely to see it come to pass than those who don't. Now I have people every year tell me, well, Brother Jerry, that didn't come to pass in my life last year. Apparently you're not doing what I'm doing. There's no guarantee it will come to pass if you just hear it one time, go your way, never speak it again, never talk about it again. It's not likely that it would come to pass. But the Bible said, write it. Write it. Now, I want you to... Um, Go to Psalm 77, if you will, please. Psalm 77. And I want to make it very clear that marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God are not just something that he did years ago. Now, in Exodus chapter 34, he says, I make a covenant that I will do marvels, wonders, extraordinary manifestations with this people. So we know that he is the God who did marvels. We know he is the God who did wonders. And we know he is the God who did extraordinary manifestations of his greatness. But I love Psalm 77 and verse 14 because it says, thou art the God that yeah. doest 
wonders. Notice that's not past tense. Thou art the God that doest wonders. In other words, if he's done wonders in the past and he changes not, then he's still the wonder-working God. Would you agree with that? Look at your neighbor and say, I agree with that statement. So marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness belong to us today just as much as they belong to the people that we read about in the Old Testament. Or we read about in the ministry of Jesus through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the book of Acts. They're just as much for us today as they were for the people back then. He's not only the God who did these things, he is still the God who does them. Thou art the God that doest wonders. Now the Amplified says it this way, you are the God who does wonders. The Good News Testament says, you are the God who works miracles. The New Century Version says, you are the God who does miracles. And the New International Version says, you are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the people. And notice not one of those was past tense. You're the God who does it. You're the God who still does it. Can you say amen? Amen. So our God is still the God who does wonders. And we can expect them today just as much as any other group of people did in the past. He's the God who changes not. Amen. Malachi chapter three, verse six says, for I am the Lord, I change not. The message translation says, I am God. Yes, I am. I haven't changed. (laughs) Glory to God. He is God. Yes, he is. And he hasn't changed. So doing marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness is one of his major characteristics. And the reason being is explained in Psalm 78. And look at verse six. The reason that he still does marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness is that the generation to come might know them. Even the children which should be born. That covers you and me. Can you say amen? Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm in the Bible right there, Psalm 78. Amen. So notice here, the reason that this is one of his major characteristics is because he is the God who changes not, that they might set their hope in God. Amen. I have, I have hope today that throughout this year and beyond, I will experience marvels and wonders and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness. Amen. Look at someone and tell them, my hope is in God. And they'll tell somebody else, and I'm expecting marvels, wonders, extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of my God in my life throughout this year and beyond. And because I'm expecting it, I'm going to act like it right now and give him another shout. Amen. 
Hello, friends and partners. Brother Jerry here. I am celebrating 50 years in the ministry, and to commemorate this special occasion, we put together a very special 50-year anniversary Bible. We call it the Favor Edition. It's a limited edition, and along with it, it's got several of my favor sermons and outlines that I've preached all over the world. Now, I know they'll be a blessing to you. And along with that, you'll get a 40-page scrapbook of photos from beginning of this ministry right up to this present time. And I know that you'll enjoy reading it, looking at all the photos. Maybe you'll even find yourself in one of them. I want to thank you in advance for placing your order right now. And you can do so by going to our website, jerrysavelle.org. All the information on how to order this special Bible is available to you. Do it now. They won't last long, so be one of the first to order this special Bible. Thank you very much. It is time for you to see God's mountain-moving power in your life. It's available right now in the powerful book and three-CD teaching, Marvels, Wonders, and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God. Jerry Savelle reveals how God's plan is to continue doing the miraculous and bring a harvest of blessing. In this timely package, you'll learn three acts of faith that usher in God's wonders, the role angels play in the manifestation of God's greatness in our lives, the relevance of prophecy in the end-time harvest, the necessity of finances for the end-time harvest, how to position yourself for an abundant harvest, and more. Today is the day. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this powerful teaching, including the Marvels and Wonders book and CD set. Dare to mix your faith with what His Word has already promised. Begin to experience marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness today. Thank you once again for watching the broadcast today, and I want to remind you that we'll be continuing to bring you the Southwest Believers Convention, the sessions that I had the privilege of preaching. We're going to be talking about this, sharing it with you for the next several weeks, so make sure you make your plans to join with us again next week. Before we leave the air, I want to share with you our special offer. Once again, it's on the subject of Marvel's wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. And I'm so excited about sharing with you that we have a brand new book. It just came out on the same subject, Marvels, Wonders, and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God. Order these special products today, and I believe that once you get them in your home and you listen to the messages, read the book, you're going to have a new level of expectancy you're going to believe that marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of God's greatness are for you. I know they're for me, but I want you to get to the place where you believe they're for you as well. So once again, go to our website, and you can find out how that you can uh, order this material, or the address is on the screen right now. So place your order right away. Let me encourage also... Uh, you that have been watching the broadcast for quite some time and you're enjoying it, prayerfully consider becoming a partner with us. Your partnership in this ministry enables us to take the message of faith around the world. And your partnership enables us to bring encouragement to people that maybe never hear the word any other way. So thank you in advance for considering to be a partner with us in this ministry. And I believe as you do, then you're going to experience the same anointing, the same favor, the same grace, 
everything that I'm experiencing as my partner, you're going to begin to experience. Also, connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. These are ways that we can continue to minister to you on a daily basis. So thank you once again for watching the broadcast today. We look forward to seeing you again next week. So until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.